This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now. Realizing I watched a lot of uh, television with the youngsters back in the day. How about that? I'll say it again. That cab driver in Bucha Rios, Mexico, when he said, Senor, you're Espanol. Mucho bueno. Why is that? I said, uh, Dora the Explorer. That's right. Learn so much Spanish. I got to brush up on my Spanish, though. <laughs> yes, you do. Come esta. Una más, por favor. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, howdy, Canada. Welcome, Canadian sports fans around the world. It is the RP Show coming at you live out of the bunker. You would think that it's a brand new week and we'd be all ready to go and full of P&V. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> How you doing, Moose? I'm good. I got my Wi-Fi's not working. I can't Uh-oh. get on the comments. Well, that's why I can't get on the comments. Look, I got no comments. What's going on? I'm not really sure. The cell phone's dead. We weren't. We were too busy having fun. <laughs> right? That's okay. Throwing all our stories on the coffee table about the weekend yes. that we did. We took our eye off the ball. That's right. That's right. But that's okay. It We're happens. easing into a Monday here. It is the warm-up presented by our good friends at Ecole Electric. And we'll tell you about Ecole Electric coming up in a moment. The boys back. Looks like we're not the only ones, Moose. Oh, yeah. The guys in the back were having too much fun. As Daryl Singletary sings here as we get ready to kick off episode number 530 of the RP Show. Now, here we go. We got comments. Uh, big show today. Brian Ramsey, the executive director of the CFL Players Association, is going to be with us, along with the president, Solomon Elamimian. And then coming up in hour two, longtime TSN personality Matt Sikaris, who now is doing what we do. He's hosting a show out there in Vancouver. And uh, we'll be talking NHL expansion draft. He's a huge, huge, huge CFL fan. So we'll be talking with him. And uh, are we live on YouTube now? We are now? Okay, it's not coming up here, but I think that's, that's a me problem. That's a you problem. Moose, how are you? I'm good. I'm did good. I, did I ask yeah. you that already? Yeah, things are good. You know, it's a little bit, it's crazy, like starting a new week and it's everything seems crazy and hectic, but it's really not. It shouldn't. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Well, it's what are we really doing? Not. We're sitting here having coffee and talking sports and it's the view for sports fans. That's what we do here. And just ahead of the quick six show topics, would you please guys bring up the Great Western the Great Western's photo album from, this, from the weekend. Um, this is what we do every Monday. And here we go. So this is where it started. Moose and I were together. We went to the Saskatchewan Rattlers game against the Guelph Nighthawks. And while the Rattlers got their asses handed to them again, and they dropped to 0-8, I didn't care because I had a bacon cheeseburger in the concession. There's the two of us there. 
Uh, what'd you say? VIP is always better. That's right. We treated first class by the Rattlers. This was Saturday night at Esteban Motor Speedway. And can I tell a story about this, by the way? Yeah. See that guy? His name's Dave, and he's the normal flag man at the racetrack. And <laughs> I've dropped enough flags at auto races now that I kind of know what I'm doing. But he said, when they get around this corner, you drop the flag. And we'll come back on the photos in a moment. But And then over the speaker, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, from the Rod Peterson show, would you give a big Estevan welcome to Rod Peterson? I turned to wave to the crowd, and he's like, hey, pay attention. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was waving to the crowd. They can't. They're introducing me. I got to wave to the crowd. Yeah. These are my people. And he did laugh. But just so you know, those cars are coming really fast. <laughs> really <laughs> quick. Really fast around the track. I can't imagine them driving around the corner and they're like, is he going to drop it? Mm-hmm. Is he going to? Then they're just like waiting on the okay, gas yeah, pedal. Right, is right. he going to? Is he gonna, Wait a second. Like, is he going to drop it? They're all watching me, right? Yeah. Okay. Back at it. This is watching Sydney, my niece's uh, scrimmage last night. That's my summer hockey. Uh, what'd you think of my feet? It's, you know what? If for a guy who doesn't wear socks, that's good style though. That's the hawk, the summer hockey rink style, the exactly. socks and slides. It was nice doing that last night. And uh, that's you. Yeah, the movie theater. It's, it's funny. It still gets me every time when our commercial plays and you start mooing in the 15-second <laughs> spot in the theater. <laughs> but went to Space Jam. For the adults, it's not as good as the first one, but the kids will love it. It was kind of nostalgic, a lot of nostalgia in it. So I went and saw Space Jam on the weekend, which was pretty great. Um, at what the else theater. Got? And that, oh, yeah. was, that was on Sunday. So working with AO Sports, I'm part of that group. And the guys were in Vegas for the start of the fantasy uh, franchise football league, the UFAFL. And we did an interview uh, with Chris Carter, with Nate Burleson. And that's me and Michael Vick on the weekend. That was a really cool experience. How about experience. that? Really cool. Yeah. How about You're, that? You were interviewing all the big stars. So, it yeah, neat. it was an unbelievable weekend for all of us. And I will get to your comments, folks, in a moment. But this is the warm-up, as you all know, for our friends at Ecold Electric. And we got business to get to here. But I will say, from Costa Marigas, host of the Costa Marigas Show, a news anchor legend from the CBC, he says, as an honorary member of Regina's Greek community, Rod, you must be pumped about the Bucks. Go, Greek freak. Absolutely. The Bucks are one. The Phoenix Suns were my rooting interest in the NBA playoffs. However, uh, if the Bucks bring it home, I'll be happy. And we were with the Greeks last weekend. And what did I tell you? They talk about Yanis Antetokounmpo as one of their own. Yeah. And they refer to him as Yanni. That's his nickname. So anyways, thanks for sitting through all of that, everybody. Let's get to the quick six show topics, please. <laughs> I feel like we're almost out of time. We're not, but I feel like we're rushed now. Um, the warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. Again, if you're new to the show, the Quick 6 Show topics are of importance to me. Maybe not necessarily you, but it's my show. So, number one, I could not believe the furor coming out of the weekend, in a good way, with these NHL protected lists for this Seattle expansion draft on Wednesday night. It is a ton of fun. And by Wednesday, we're all going to pick what we would do if we were the Seattle Kraken. But I was at the racetrack Saturday night in Esteban when it came down. I got the notification on my phone. I'm calling it up here that the Montreal Canadiens were going to leave Carey Price unprotected. And I was like, <gasps> not CP31. What do you mean? And then, and then you got to think about it a little bit. 
And he's one of, as we would learn over the next 24 hours, one of many big names to be left unprotected. And I didn't need TSN's Mike Johnston to tell me because I already knew, but we agree these NHL GMs are daring Ron Francis of the Kraken to take their big name guys, whether it be, I believe, Mark Giordano or Carey Price or some of these other big name NHL guys. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should the Seattle Kraken select Carey Price in the expansion draft? Can you believe, Moose? 67% say yes, they should. What are they saying on Facebook? 72% on Facebook say yes. Here's why I wouldn't. And I love me some Carey Price. He's going to be around for a long time. The Montreal Canadiens don't want to lose Carey Price. He's the face of the franchise. He got him to the Stanley Cup final, and they know that. They're daring Ron Francis to do it. There's no way you're going to take Carey Price. And they won't. Now, I would take Braden Holtby far cheaper. He's actually won a Stanley Cup. Don't at me. They're around the same age. He would be my guy in Capo Kakin and the backup goalie for the Minnesota Wilds at 700 grand. But as much as I always say to you, I don't get into the terms and the contracts and the bridge. and the, the, the This is fun. You kind of have to. This is fun. Right? It is fun. And we'll do this over the next couple of days. But, you know, it's funny. Carey Price is a BC guy. He played his junior hockey in the Pacific Northwest. There's a lot of ties to the area and reasons why he might want to. But that's a lot. Like, you have to understand that if Carey Price is going to be the face of your franchise um, then you're paying for it because you got to pay that $11 million bonus that's due right away. You got to pay the 10 plus million on his contract and take the salary cap hit. And as you and I are trying to, and I'm trying to go through and pick my roster ahead of Wednesday when we'll unveil who we're picking, I've had Carey Price in a few of mine, and right now, he, I'm trying to fit him in, but it's incredibly difficult to build a great team when you got $10 million tied up in your goaltender and you got to stay under $81 million. So I don't know if they will or not, but they're daring teams to take him, you know, Shea Weber, another, cause he's hurt, right? Will you take him? Giordano as a, as a veteran, yeah. you know, Ovechkin in Washington is left unprotected, but he's a UFA. Do you really think, and what's free agency on the 27th, you got six days, you know, or, or so to negotiate. And if you don't get him under contract, he goes to free agency and probably back to Washington. So you really have to know that you can get guys signed. It's a really unique process. The, Canadian Football League Players Association is watching on YouTube and they send us the wave emoji. Hi, guys, at the CFLPA. Coming up next segment, Solomon Elamimian, the president of the CFLPA. We're going to call Saul in the next segment and also Brian Ramsey, the uh, executive director. Zach Nelson's watching in Calgary, says, fair point about Holtby, Rod. Well, hey, I'm not just a pretty face. I know stuff. The other, thing, <laughs> the other thing on this is, uh, as I said to you, would these guys be offended if they were left unprotected? I don't think Kerry Price would. He intentionally did this to be unprotected because I think he knows Seattle wouldn't take him. Mark Giordano, probably not the same story. And I don't, for you people watching in Calgary, I'd like to know what you think about your captain being unprotected. And here's my thinking on this. Stick with me. I've been around the block a few times and been through some expansion drafts with teams that I've worked for. Any guys that are left unprotected are offended that they're left unprotected. In every case. Some of them have even been sat down and said, okay, Zach, this is why we're leaving you unprotected. Don't matter. And I remember when the Edmonton Ice came into the Western Hockey League in 1997, and I remember all the guys that were protected and all the guys that weren't with the God's team 
the Regina Pats and the guys that were left unprotected were very offended. Saskatchewan Rough Riders 2013 going into the 2014 season, the expansion draft for the Ottawa Red Blacks. Zach Evans upset about it. And Sholigan. Keith Schultz, remember Sholo? Oh, yeah. Very upset. Very, what do you mean? You don't want me? I'm not part of this? Would it be any different in the NHL here? I don't think it would be. Probably not. Unless, again, depending on the relationship you have with management and the conversations that are had, guys like Carey Price that have been asked, Ben Bishop is another, to waive your no-movement clause, right? Because we want to unprotect you. They know it's coming. But for others who get left unprotected and, and they're not sure if they were going to be left unprotected or not, yeah, you're offended. I get that. Because you want to be on the team. You want to be part of the future. You think you're a key piece. And you start realizing... Guess I'm not as key to this organization as I thought I was. Exactly. I'm not saying that's the case in every. Right. But I'm saying it will be with some. There are some Absolutely. teams that it's automatic, and nobody's sitting there thinking, I should have been protected over Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. And, yeah. Right? But when well, you're a fringe guy and another fringe guy has been protected. And that was tough. the thing with, uh, with Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's be honest. All those guys called themselves the Misfits, and they rallied around that, and they got to the Stanley Cup final in 2018, as you all know. Um, but I don't see a lot of Jonathan Marchessos and William Carlson's on this list. I don't. Yeah. So there's some big names, of course, but can you fit them all in in the, in the game of salary Tetris? Moving on to point two, uh, CFL news coming out of the weekend. It's not all good. The Montreal Alouettes cut kicker Tyler Crepigny over the weekend. Good friend of ours. Uh, hopefully he catches on with somebody. Mike Filer retires the longtime center of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That came down this morning. And then some really... Sad and breaking news out of Winnipeg. I think it was just this morning. The Blue Marvins announced that longtime defensive back Mercy Maston suffered an Achilles tendon tear, and he's done for the season. He's a friend of ours. He watches our show, our story every day. Mercy Maston and his sees. That's why we put a prayers up for Mercy on our Instagram story because he's a big fan of ours. We're a big fan of his. And they went out and got the Bombers went out and got Eldon Darby from the uh, Argos in a trade today. So that's some of the CFL. None of it's real good. But on Friday, Rob Vanstone from the Leader Post came on here, and he said that the preseason is overrated because we don't need a preseason. He's sitting over there at Mosaic Stadium watching Ryder practice. And I thought, well, it sounds immediately ridiculous. Maybe we don't need a preseason. Full disclosure that I'm such a sports nerd that I love inter-squad games. I love practice. I love preseason games but I understand I don't represent everybody the NFL had no preseason games last year and you wouldn't even notice week one was right on point what do we need a preseason for maybe RV's on to something if I had to go behind the and vote in the poll the poll station I would vote yes for preseason but maybe we don't need it we might not you know we're in a position right now where you know what the practices are at a high level, and we have inter-squad games and green and white scrimmages, and now at certain levels like the National Football League, you practice with other teams. You have joint practices where you can get some of that competition, and if you start doing that in the Canadian Football League and you, know, you have those rookie tournaments in the National Hockey League, you start doing more joint practices and scrimmages, maybe you don't need the preseason. And the players are also coming to training camp in a lot better shape than they used to 30, 40 years ago, right? Um, so... Maybe you don't need it. Maybe it's an outdated model that's just here because it's what we've always done. 
The stories coming out of preseason over the years are legendary in every sport. This yeah. is where guys make the team or break the team. That's where the rubber hits the road yeah. is the preseason. So, no, I'm not in favor of it, but it's – who knows? It's, let's, just, let's at least discuss it, you know, moving forward. Yeah. By the way, the Blue Jays sweeping both ends of their doubleheader yesterday – why are they getting rid of the seven-inning doubleheaders? They're amazing. They are They're so great. They're great. But again, they don't ask me. Colin McAdulty is watching in Ottawa, and he says, LOL, Zach Evans got to play in two more Grey Cups and won another one in 2016 with the Red Blacks, so I'd say it was a good pick for my Red Blacks. I didn't say it wasn't a great pick. What I said was Zach Evans was offended by not being protected by the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. A lot of times, listen, it sets the course of your life. And no, any guy that goes on to an expansion franchise usually was the best thing in his life. But at the time, they're offended that they're not protected. That's all that I'm saying. Um, Catlin Hogan's watching in Minnesota. He says, I'd hate to lose Capo in Minnesota, but you're right. He's a great choice for a backup in Seattle. I couldn't believe how cheap he was, uh, inexpensive, looking at the salaries here. So that's what I would do. Uh, Braden Holtby and Capo Kapanen as the goaltenders for the expansion, Seattle Kraken. No charge for the advice. Uh, as I mentioned, point three, Blue Jays are rolling, point four, CEBL stuff. The Rattlers got spanked Friday night. We were there. But they did announce over the weekend Ottawa will be hosting the 2022 CEBL Championship Tournament. Uh, point six, this morning, breaking news, Canada's flag bearers announced by uh, the IOC. What's, what's, no, what's the Canadian? COC. That's right. Uh, Miranda AM, women's basketball, and Nathan Hiriyama, rugby will be the flag bearers. In point six, the Bucks are up 3-2 in the NBA Finals. We'll be discussing that later. So that's the quick six show topics. A lot to get to, but a lot on the NHL expansion draft and a lot on CFL news. And we'll continue that when we come back. Solomon Alamimian, president of the CFLPA. Brian Ramsey, executive director of said CFLPA, will join us on video. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, everybody. Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what? A couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld. It's sleek. There are no cords. It's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh, Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You get... want to know what's new about it? There was only one 
size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time, and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps. Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's fansided20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. All right, welcome back, everybody. Brand new week coming down. And there is news today, breaking news out of the CFL, and it's not great. Mercy Maston, blown Achilles with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Blue Bomber veteran, his season's done. And uh, I guess to fill his spot, the Blue Bombers have gone out and acquired Alden Darby, veteran DB from the Toronto Argonauts. We'll be talking about that a little later on. And I also brought up the preseason. Do we even need a preseason in the CFL? I think we do, but maybe we don't. Jeff and the, the Stamps fan says preseason allows season ticket holders to catch up with those who sit around them without missing anything existing on the field. Uh, Colin in Ottawa, coaches need some preseason to finalize the final roster spots and define the special team warriors. Listen, I know that. Maybe we should put it to a, view, uh, to a vote. Let's bring in Solomon Elamimian now, president of the CFLPA and their executive director, Brian Ramsey. Are we doing them together here? I believe we are. Are we starting with Saul? Anyway, there we go. Hey, morning, guys. How you doing? Morning, Rod. How are you? Good morning, Rod. I'm very well, thanks. Um, I'm going to start with you, Brian, if you don't mind, to maybe bring greetings from the Players Association, if you don't mind. We've already, today's the first cut-down day. We're, what, eight, nine days into training camp. From your perspective, how have things gone? You know, I think it's been an exciting time. There's been challenges, no doubt. I mean, our membership were affected like so many throughout the pandemic and, and are excited to get back to work. Um, we're excited to get the season started and, and have the get in front of our fans across the league. Um, as I said, no doubt some challenges to start, uh, but we anticipate working through them and, and having a great season this year. What, uh, Brian, is your thoughts on the blown Achilles? Is it literally the flavor of the year, or is it like just a freak thing? We've had these, right, over the – or is it more to it than that? I mean, it's your job to look after the players. So what have you found out about that or discovered about that? Yeah, I think there's more to it. Um, We're not seeing it across uh, every team. We've seen it in specific instances. We've seen it – uh, we've we've done research in other leagues that have restarted. Obviously, this was something that was top of mind for us, and, and we pressed upon in the months leading up to this season. Uh, and it's something that's important for us, continuing to investigate this. Uh, the instances that have happened, you mentioned just before we got on, uh, the unfortunate incident in, in Winnipeg today. Uh, so this is something that's top of mind for us, and, and we don't think should happen. We understand that there's an injury rate in professional football, uh, but these specific instances shouldn't be happening as they are. Thank you for that, Brian. Very interesting. And, and Saul, I'll ask you some of these same questions, but first, 
How many people asked if you were coming out of retirement when Larry Dean went down? <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. And did you think about it, by the um, way? Well, yeah, not just with Larry going down, but I had a couple, you know, teams pride and asked if I would consider coming back. And when I made the decision to retire, um, you know, back in February, it was one where I was comfortable with my decision and, you know, it, I'm ready to move on. You know, when I looked at my career, I was very fortunate to have played for 10 years and played on wonderful team, wonderful teammates. And it was something I didn't really consider because what I'm doing now, I'm really enjoying as president of PA, but also doing things on the, um, you know, real estate side and, you know, entrepreneur side thing. So it wasn't one I considered. I spoke to Larry, um, just kind of gave him some little advice on his Achilles and something that I had back in 2015. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. Good for you. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. Um, have you talked to, well, obviously, as the Players Association president, I'm sure you have talked to those players about their Achilles injuries and the fact that you went through it, I would think would help them. Can you tell me how their mindset is? Because I just felt so terrible for them when it happened. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. It's a tragic um, circumstance. I don't think it should have happened. You know, and our job is um, the associations have kind of put safeguards in place so injuries like this doesn't happen. So, you know, I spoke to Larry, I spoke to Coach Dickinson and, you know, just trying to understand like how it happened and more so how do we prevent something like this happening in the future. In regards to Larry, I just told him, you know, just have the right mindset and, you know, pretty much it's going to be hard for the first four months because you're going to be mobilized, you're going to be limited in what you can do. But as soon as, you know, the cast comes off, the boot comes off, all the work really um, is with you, you know, strengthen it um, and, you know, add in, you know, flexibility with it and just really pushing it. Um, as hard as you can, because it is an injury that's very tricky. Some players don't come back from it. I was fortunate to come back from it, and it was really the off-season work and the grind that I put into it, and it was probably one of the greatest achievements that I've had um, because I know how hard it was. But Larry's a champion. He's a great guy. He works hard. I've known Larry for many years, and you know what? He'll, he'll, he'll come back better than ever. Brian Ramsey is the executive director of the CFLPA. Solomon Elamimian is the president. And Randolph Zor is watching in Ontario. He says the Achilles used to be a career ender. Not anymore. And actually, that's a good point to bring up, Brian. You've been around, played a very long time. Um, I guess that's that's a blessing uh, in a way right there. I mean, you remember those knee injuries, ACL, MCL, PCLs all used to be career ending too. Thank God it's not as serious as it used to be, or at least uh, medical technology. Yeah, definitely. Medicine has gotten better in terms you don't hear that career-ending uh, knee injury from something that we experience now. You can come back in a shorter amount of time. But I don't think that takes away from the impact that this may have on a career uh, and, and for sure this season for those individuals, especially when there's protocols that we can be placed in, in to reduce these from happening. As Solomon said, the goal right now is to make sure that this doesn't happen again. How do we instill that change uh, so we're, we're not seeing these rash of injuries uh, ever again? Brian, how is the uh, mood of the player base here as we are a week into uh, training camp? Because listen, you know that I talk to the agents almost every day. I mean, there, was, there were some massive pay cuts and so forth, but the guys want to play ball. How are they as a collective group just excited to play ball or is there a bit of a chip on their shoulder that they're play, paying, playing for a lot less than they signed for? I, I think there's a really good understanding in the membership and, and unity in the membership in that we've been able to work with the CFL the last two years to ensure that we had an opportunity to play football and get back to work. 
And we work closely again this year, as we did last year, to ensure that we took into consideration the challenges the pandemic had, and our, our membership understood that. Uh, but there's definitely a unity within our group right now that understands that there needs to be changes moving forward uh, to ensure that the league grows and, and we grow together. What is your take, Brian, on the retirements, by the way? We saw another one today with Mike Filer. He played uh, your position. Um, just what is your statement on, on the rash of retirements? I think we know why it happened, but it's you don't like to see guys walk away from a career when it's happened this way. No, you don't. And, and what we've found is that a lot of times the, our, our members don't have the opportunity to make that decision. So in, in part, when you see that happening, you're grateful that the, the player is able to make that decision on their own to, to walk away from it. But you also understand the reasons in this instance why they're probably doing that. And that's the year away from football. And as, as Solomon stated, when he talked about his retirement, uh, you start to begin to work on things outside of uh, of your playing career and, and quite quickly. So we have seen a rash of it. We expected a rash when we talked to the membership. Uh, it, it's been a challenge. They've had to figure out in the past 16 months uh, other means to turn revenue and start that life after football. And what we're finding is a lot of players right now are, are making the decision that that's in their best interest to do that. Solomon, what's your take? I guess I would throw you in that group of guys that retired here within the last 12 months. What are your thoughts on uh, them all sort of hitting all at once? You were ahead of a lot of these guys, but um, again, not not great for the league or the players. You don't like to see this. Yeah, you know, the last 16 months, we faced a lot of challenges, and I'm just proud of the work our associate association, you know, did, you know, navigating these challenges. One of the things we did was provide resources for our players, um, whether it's, you know, uh, job opportunities, educational um, you know, opportunities or just, you know, financial literacy, we um we have in our program where guys can learn about financial literacy or other things. And, you know, to Brian's point, guys had to figure out how to survive. And, you know, the trouble with the league that we had was there was a lot of there wasn't enough clarity, I think, from the league and, you know, from last year or even up until this year in terms of, you know, when guys were supposed to get back on the football field and with families. You gotta make decisions best for your family. And, you know, on you know, looking back at it, guys chose that the opportunities outside of football, I think, were greater than the ones football presented. It. So those things which should be, you know, chaired and encouraged. And, you know, Mike is a is a player rep. Mike Fowler is a player rep. You alluded to he retired today. He's a, you know, he's going to have a great career outside of football. And that's what we all want. We want guys to be, use football as a springboard to, you know, life after football because, you know, the life after football is going to be a lot longer than our careers um, that we have. So. Hey, Brian, just before I let you go, do you have um, a statement like you'd like to make on behalf of the CFLPA, or we covered it here today? No, I think um, this has been great, Rod, and we encourage, as I said, there's a number of things ongoing for us right now uh, that that have our attention. Obviously, the season ahead, uh, we've got collective bargaining again um, coming up this next spring, and there's some, uh, some topics that I'm sure we'll be back to discuss with you here in the short term. Well, you uh, know where to find us. The floor is always open to you guys. I appreciate the time here today and enjoy the football. Thanks, Ron. You bet. Brian Ramsey, Executive Director of CFL Players Association and Solomon L. Amimian. Didn't like to see him retire, but wasn't sad not to have to say his name. (laughs) It's a mouthful. Yeah, but a hell of a player. An unbelievable player. You know, and, and that's what we'll miss is, is seeing him on the field every week. Uh, we'll see if that quote 
lives from Brian Ramsey on the Achilles injuries. He's like, this isn't a fluke. It's not every team. Were, people, were you paying attention to that, people? So they're investigating it. They're looking into it. Uh, Ryan Barocco watching. Rocco says, love hearing the players are united. Well, they absolutely are. But um, obviously there's some issues that they would like to address. Uh, hey, a sports update before we break. A dominant Sunday for the Blue Jays. Lordius Gurriel Jr. hit a first-inning grand slam, and Vladdy slugged his 31st homer of the season as Toronto routed the Texas Rangers 10-0 to sweep a doubleheader on Sunday. Hinjin Ruth threw his third career shutout as the Jays down the Rangers 5-0 in the early match. It's the first time in Toronto's history that the team has swept a doubleheader with two shutouts. Did you hear that? First time since 1977 yeah. that they've swept a doubleheader blanking them both times. And we don't think they're going to get 100 wins, right? You ca- Moose, you called it. How about that? We should have put a bet on it. Well, should have put something. We're only not Still even a, we're not even a week into the post uh, All-Star break schedule by the way. Um, hey, I'm going to get to your comments too. I got some great ones coming in. You're not going to believe from who. Glebor Torres and Rugnit Odor homered as the depleted New York Yankees beat the Boston Red Sox 9-1 Sunday. The Yanks were playing without all-star slugger Aaron Judge and five others who tested positive for COVID-19. Ty France hit a three-run homer, and the Seattle Mariners defeated the LA Angels 7-4. Logan Gilbert struck out a career-high nine batters. Angels two-way star sensation Shohei Otani hit his major league-leading 34th home run in the ninth inning. Two goals by Austin Ricci in a league-leading sixth clean sheet for Jonathan Sirwa gave Valor FC a 3-0 victory over York United FC in the Canadian Premier League. What did I just say? (laughs) Can we get subtitles? I know. I'm reading it. I'm Ron Burgundy right now. Just whatever's on the prompter. Say it again. Two goals by Austin Ricci and a league-leading sixth clean sheet for Jonathan Sirwa gave Velour FC a 3-0. Stay classy, San Diego. How about that? Uh, not a soccer guy. <laughs> What's a clean sheet? Do you know what a clean sheet shout is? Shout out. Oh. Soccer term I thought, it was, I thought it was a curling term. Uh, Valor's won three in a row. And they extended their lead atop the CPL standings to six points in the other match. Atletico Ottawa and FC Edmonton tied 1-1. You see, I'm at least getting it in there. Right? Oh, yeah. No, proud of that. I'm trying. Damian Lillard. Because I'm fluent in both of Canada's official languages. Hockey and football. Soccer is like Mandarin to me. Yeah, but you're trying. I'm trying. Damian Lillard scored 19 points to help the United States beat Spain 83-76 in the final pre-Olympic basketball game for both teams. Keldon Johnson added 15 points for the United States. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. We'll be back and we'll get into viewer takeover for the rest of the show, which is always fun. You're watching the RP Show on this Monday, episode number 530 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show continues after this on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Settle in, get comfortable right up until the top of the hour. 20 minutes are left for viewer takeover. And if you're watching on Game Plus TV right now, I invite you to write us on text 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tom Mobility dealer. The number is on the screen. We get a lot of topics to get here today. If you joined us late, it wasn't all just CFL. I want to get into this. Uh, for instance, potential Seattle Kraken selections and the expansion draft on Sunday. Will it be? Carey Price, their goalie. No, of course it's not going to be Carey Price. I can't believe anybody would think that it would be. Yet, on our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, should the Seattle Kraken select Carey Price in the expansion draft? 69% of you say yes. And Moose, what are they saying on Facebook? 78%. Even more saying yes, draft Carey Price. Yeah. Bring him home with you. No, no. That's why they left him available. Because they know that Seattle won't take him at $10.5 million. That's one-eighth of their salary cap on one guy. He's the best goalie in the game right now. He's the best goalie on the planet. Yes. But you can find good goalies for far less. Braden Holpe is $4.5 million, and he's won a Stanley Cup. But again, Ron Francis, I don't think, is going to call me before Wednesday for my thoughts on who he should take. Maybe he will, but... I think people are prisoners of the moment with regards to Carey Price. They well, just fell in love with him. And I love him, too. Well, and they're talking about he might need surgery on his knee. Yeah, that's a, sm- that's a smoke screen. You know, who knows? But same thing. With shit, you're right. Remember? You know, you get romantic and you think, you know, OK, we're going to the Stanley Cup because we got Carey Price. And that may be the case. But that's over $20 million you got to spend on him this year. Right. You can't spend one-eighth of your salary cap on one guy. Montreal Canadiens did it, and they went to the Stanley Cup. But I wouldn't build an expansion team that way. No, and there's other goaltenders. I mean, Ben Bishop's a good goaltender. He's unprotected in Dallas. Braden Holtby's there. If you want to go down the list, I mean, Martin Jones is available in, in, in San Jose. He might be able to get back. You want to take a real flyer. And a chance on somebody a little less money. Um, Matt Murray's available, whether you think he's good enough or not. Young guys like Capo Kakinen or Joey Decord. There's, there's some options there. You don't need to go out and get Carey Price. He's not the only one. From Frank Cerevelli, the baby-faced assassin, formerly of TSN. Now I see he's on Sportsnet. Uh, he says, this story continues to evolve and percolate I'm told as the Kraken continued to investigate Price's injuries, ownership has given hockey ops the full green light to select Price if Ron Francis sees fit. Health concerns and all. There is zero doubt they're considering it. Well, of course, of course you're going to consider it. Should we bet whether they take him or not? I will bet they will not take him. <sighs> Would you take him? I, hey, when I was up last night putting my roster together, he was on it. He was on it. I spent 45 minutes being, because when I first went through and picked all my guys and I added up the thing, I'm like, oh my God, I spent $95 million. I'm like, there's no, how do I fit him in? And then you start, you know, trying to chintz here and I can scrape a little salary by taking this guy instead of this guy. And you don't really like the roster. I've started looking at it. I'm like, I don't really have a great, I don't have a top pair defense. 
Well, because I got Carey Price here, so I don't. It's tough. This is not the Caesars buffet. Which have you ever been at the buffet at Caesars? It's like ninety-five. You have. Woo. It's like ninety-five dollars a head. It's right outside. Th- the this ain't that. When Ron Francis is walking down the buffet line, it's not. Oh, I can't decide between the sushi and the steak. No. I'm not sure this is even the Golden Corral of expansion lists. I'm not joking. And what's Carey Price on that? He's at the end, eh? He's the prime rib at the end. Oh, he is. <laughs> and you got to decide. I filled my plate. I don't have room for prime rib. Yeah, and then you got to go back and dump all this stuff <laughs> off. And it's it like, yes, like, then it, but then it becomes, why did I come to the buffet to only get prime rib? Yeah, I could have got that for forty dollars at the K. Somewhere else. Yeah. Boy, people are getting worked up about this. Todd Pinkney on uh, Facebook says, "I bet they do." Nope. Nope. I'll, I will bet you that they do not. The only, not be a smart decision. The only thing with all those other goaltenders is there is some question marks around them. Now, if Carey Price, the injury, whether it's real or not, that's a question mark. But you know you're getting the best or one of the best goalies in the world. With Ben Bishop, you don't know if he's... He took a year off, first time in his career. You don't know if he's going to be back to that Vesna kind of caliber. You don't know if Braden Holtby is going to be back to Stanley Cup winning goaltender. You don't know... If Martin Jones is going to be back to the goaltender that led San Jose through the playoffs, you don't know. With Carey Price, you know. And I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. Uh, from the Puck and Pigskin podcast, he says, is Carey Price the prime rib at the end, or is it Ovi or Tarasenko? Ovi's not leaving Washington. Why would you draft him? Yeah. You need to build something in Seattle. You notice the Golden Knights never drafted anybody like this at all. You need to build something in Seattle. Ovi wouldn't be that. Tarasenko clearly is a whiny, petulant child, has been forever in St. Louis. Why do you think they left him unprotected? He's already asked for a trade. Yes, you can't just look at the skill, but he just said it. Carey Price, you know what you're getting. Quality person, quality goaltender, but also at $10.5 million a year. It's a fun discussion, but you're not doing it. And I would be willing to make that bet here to anybody that it doesn't happen on Wednesday night. But damn, we're all going to be watching, aren't we? Oh, yeah. With a lot of interest. Big time. Um, But we also knew that Vegas was going to take Marc-Andre Fleury number one, and they did. And that was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. John Schmeiser is watching in Kansas City. He says, as a Habs fan, I'd hate to lose Carey Price, but there are so many good reasons why the Kraken should take him. Didn't say he's not a great goaltender. He's a very expensive goaltender. And this business about his injuries is just another smokescreen. Same as Shea Weber. I got on the elliptical this morning. I flip on SportsCenter and it's headline, Shea Weber may never play again. All designed to scare Ron Francis the bejesus out of them. Well, and that's, that's it. I'm going through this too, and I, and I was thinking about UFAs. And I don't want to take too many UFAs because the window to sign them, you might end up with nothing. So you want to sign guys under contract, but there's a lot of guys that you want to take that are scheduled to be UFAs on the 27th of July. And one of them is Philip Deneau in Montreal. You know, you look at Price, Weber, Philip Deneau. Top line guy. Tremendous playoff. Really great defensive forward. You know, can contribute. 
he's a UFA, so you, you want him, but you might not be able to retain him. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, what do you think of Gio going to Seattle, Rod? I would take, I would take Mark Giordano. But back to our earlier point, I bet you he's disgruntled and upset that he was left unprotected. I will guarantee that he is. Every player that I've ever known that's been left unprotected in expansion drafts was miffed. And I think for Gio, look at, it's not a secret they got a culture problem in Calgary. We all know that. And I'm not saying he is responsible for it, but I will say that he's part of it. So maybe it would be good for everybody for a change of scenery. And I think it's $5.5 million for Mark Giordano. That's a bargain. Yeah. I couldn't take Gio if you got Price on the books. It's one or the other. I wanted Matthew Phillips, the young, the young forward. But it's the same thing. He sees it as a captain. In Tampa, they protected Steven Stamkos. And I'm sure as he's moved up with Kucherov taking over in Braden Point, Stamkos could be expendable in Tampa. And I'm sure they'd love to keep Andre oh Pilat and Yanni Gord. But they protected Stamkos because he's the leader of that team. There are uh, some CFL questions, so we'll get to those when we come back, plus more on this. I told you we had a lot to get to today. And uh, Matt Sakaris from Vancouver going to join us as well to talk about this and other things. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is what we call Viewer Takeover, and we're starting it a little early today. Uh, And by the way, coming up next hour, Matt Sikaris from Vancouver, sports broadcaster out there. And as I told you in the break, Moose, all the hockey guys are watching across Canada, and they want their opinions. They want to get on. They're watching on Game Plus TV. Guys, we'll get you on. But you can text me your thoughts, too. I won't name who you are if you want me to pass along your thoughts. Uh, boy, I sure got people talking on this uh, Seattle Kraken thing. Oh, my God. Jeff in watching on YouTube. Jeff in the zone writes, and he says, What's up, Rod and Darren? How's your morning going? What would you, your Seattle mock draft be like? Uh, we've only been talking about it for 54 minutes, Jeff. Hit rewind. How about that? It's like they think we're a jukebox, right? Drop in a quarter. Sing a song for me. We've been singing the same song for 54 minutes. Where you been? Tell me a joke, clown. Yeah, tell me, <laughs> tell me a joke, clown. I got a few. Um, on the CFL thing, it was interesting. We, we spent about five to ten minutes on the CFL earlier with Solomon Elamimian and Brian Ramsey from the Players Association. And this is important to get out. They don't feel all the popped Achilles tendons across the CFL are a fluke thing. They're investigating this. They think it's wrong what's happened to the players. Another one today announced by the Blue Bombers. Mercy Maston. Season done. Achilles gone. Four in Saskatchewan. Two in Montreal. I don't know what it is. And it doesn't sound like they do either. But they're like, don't. I'll say this for them. But they're like, don't let the teams off by saying, oh, it's just a freak accident. Act of God. Nope. Now, and speaking of that, yeah, I was all over the province on the weekend. It was awesome. But I did also have some coffee time with some football guys around here. And they're like, oh, what about this turf at Mosaic Stadium? It's only a few years old. 
Well, they had that hockey rink on it all winter. Remember? Iceville? Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, there was, a, there was a whole hockey ice surface on the turf. What's different? That. So obviously the fact that they put the world's largest skating rink on top of the turf is the reason for all the blown Achilles. And I'm like, I'm not saying you guys are wrong, but <laughs> that's a large coincidence, maybe two. It's not the first time we've put a hockey rink on a football field. Hey, have you seen the Heritage Classic every single year? Just saying. You know, we do this all the time. They bring out fire and halftime shows in the middle of a football game and take that off, and there's no problems. It snows on a football field with ice while they're playing, and we don't see this type of injuries. I mean, we do see it, but not at this level. So, <laughs> yeah. Not saying they're I, wrong, but it's it, not the first time. It, that's what I'm saying. And in a lot of these conversations, I just sit around and have my coffee and just smile and nod. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But they don't always allow you to do that, right? Because they want you to chime in with your opinion on their take. Of course. Right. And I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, guys. But I thought it was very interesting that the Players Association said today, no, this is wrong. There's a reason this happened, and we're looking into it. So we'll continue this next hour with Matt Sakaris. More hockey talk. Stick around. You're watching on Game Plus TV, plus streaming. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.